Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I can hear That's, uh, yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Huh? So I'm just setting shit up. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How you doing? Does this mean we're live? Yeah, we're super live. Hey, how's I just it played going? the song and showed the you little played thing. The song? I didn't get to hear it. Oh, look who decided to show up when it's convenient for him. How's it going, Tommy? I need to unmod you. You're the worst. Oh, just listen to the last episode. Sup, Betty Tunes. Oh, what's, what's God, going on? down. I'm sweating like a dog's hog. Oh, my God. Dogs got really sweaty hogs, man. I'll tell you what. You know, Holden had just had a time. I gotta, I I gotta got, say, he, he's a little wound up. I'm a little, and that's the thing. And, and I don't want to let that. It's not good for the show. It's not I good will for the say, show. I will say he's a little mad. <laughs> I literally was thinking that on the way here. I was like, I'm in the worst state of fucking mind to be. <laughs> it's just the train, dude. You know, sometimes the train sucks. I'm people just, are here. See, people are here. We got people Everybody's in the chat. here. Everybody's here you in know, the chat. They're, they're gonna wait. They're oh, gonna wait, hang. I, I gotta mute it. Sorry, everybody's gonna say echo, echo, echo. Um, nothing, nothing. You're fine. You're fine, Ed. Okay. You're fine. What are you doing? Nothing. We're good. We're all set. We're good. And this is the chat. I, I put the chat big right here. I feel like that's a better What's call. What's up, Flavor Saver? Thanks for saying hi. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you got Hell one. Yeah. We all got one. I got a big go. old dirty one. There you go. Oh, the ex-Easter Bunny. Oh, yeah, I remember him. He's fun. Yeah, the Easter Bunny's the best, man. Easter Charlie Chop fun. Shop. What's going on? How you doing? Charlie Chop and I are playing D&D on uh, stream later today man i'll tell you what freaking uh you know we got charlie shop shop right outside the window right now i don't know if you guys can hear it but they are rebuilding holden's apartment building and it is tough mr larson i know a guy named smolden mcsmealy and he plays video games for a living and can't manage to be on time yes that is right flavor saver I couldn't have said that better myself. So why don't I start with mine? I'm since, outside with two iced coffees. Uh, well, just you offered spending money you on are, this left I'll, and right. I'll Venmo you. You fucking three fifty. <laughs> you can't Venmo me the advice that I gave those people who made the iced coffees. I'll tell you that much. Why haven't? That's a good question. Why haven't you beat up Holden for being a freaking nerd? Oh, what is that? why is everybody yeah. aggressive? This is the feel good show because we were late. Because I, I was late. I, I was perfectly on time. By the way, I have not beaten up Holden for being a nerd because I don't want to go to jail. That's the it thing. It has nothing to do with the fact that Holden's a nerd <laughs> and then he should get beat up. It's the fact that I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> okay. Times are different. You got to adjust with the times. Well, the thing is, dude, there's no way to punch me without me dying. Like, uh-huh. I'll find a way to die from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you're just fucked just for life. Me off. Yeah, just to fuck with you. <laughs> I'll just fucking, you'll punch me and I'll be like, whoa, and then just like flip upside down and land on my head. Oh, um, so, yeah, I can, let me actually talk about why I was late because I, I need to find, uh, I mean, we can easily find the brighter side of it. We're here, baby. We're we're here. living it, man. I we just, got to listen to all this construction, and great. you know, it's great. It's great. Um, how many gallons of sweat do I produce today? It's not a Q and A about about me. Yeah, right? This you, is about your problems. Yeah, we try to keep the air conditioning off to bring the make the sound better for you guys, right. and so we sweat a whole bunch. Right. You right. should see us at roundtable. We we're sitting there with our shirts off. Oh half my the god, time. it's brutal. It's you absolutely know, this, brutal. We got video of us here. We gotta you know keep it keep it going. Hey, we're both wearing red. Yeah. No shit. 
What strain am I? I don't even know. You don't even know this anymore. Weird thing. Yeah, this weird thing some guy gave me. You don't even it's know anymore. Uh, so uh, I will say let's I, let's start this off. We can start this off with me. You know, we'll do uh, you know what's going on with people. We want to know what's going on in your heads and how to help problems that you have. Uh, I will say for me, it's it's been a, it's been a rough week, a year since my mom passed. And you know what? I've gotten a lot of great support from people, and I really appreciate the nice messages I've been getting. That's great. Left and right on uh, Facebook and whatnot. That's fantastic. Is that the brighter side of that? It is the brighter side. People I don't know fucking reaching out to me more than my family. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I kind of love that. (laughs) Um, This is a $40 hat. Yeah, we were talking about it. It's a nice hat. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you know, you do that. Our condolences, Eddie. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, we're doing problems today. You got this guy. He said he's got too many boners, and people thinks he's smuggling oh, an octopus. Oh, Jesus! That means you have eight dicks. Is that what's going on, CJ Domoka? Smuggling <laughs> <laughs> an octopus, and then and then it's in lag. Uh, the chat's on lag. So after you just said all your stuff about like your mom and everything, he's like. Oh, we're being serious now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, it's 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 you you would think it's a twenty five dollar hat, but it has a little <laughs> little weed pocket right oh, in there. Oh, that I can hide. Yeah. I can hide my my weed and it's extra. make so it sweaty. We have a couple of questions right up top. Really? Um, yeah, that were sent ahead of time. So I'm going to read those oh, really okay. fast right now. Uh, this one's from Doctor Smoothrod. Hey, Holden, wanted to submit a question to your brighter side stream. I was told today and before by a stranger, uh, by an, an ex-New York cop who was involved in the Son of Sam case, that I'm the spitting image of David Berkowitz. Oh. Now I'm finding out that some of my friends have long thought the same thing, but never brought it up. I want to know if you looked like a famous serial killer, how would you joke about it or use it to your advantage or find the brighter side of an awkward situation? I think that whenever you are by a dog, you should be talking to it like it's a person and just freak out anyone who's around you. Is that what Berkowitz did? Yeah, he was just... talking to his dog. Oh. His dog was talking to him and telling him to kill nurses. What was his... <laughs> You know, and so you, you got, I think it's a great idea that now you got to just start talking to dogs everywhere you go. And it, it's going to start. Don't start killing people. CJ DeMocha, you're you, you, you might be starting problems here. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, start killing people. Yeah, I don't know if we can give that kind of advice on this show or any show for that matter. Um, JTW says, sorry, Ed, loss is tough, but glad you have a good support. I also saw um, somebody else, Nutch Much, I believe, said uh, he also lost his mother a year ago, mm. and he feels ya. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's it's something uh, that we'll all have to go through, and it's just, you know, we had to do it a little earlier than others. So now I feel like whenever someone's mom or dad dies or even, like, you know, close relative that I got to jump in there and give them support. It's really, it's like, you know, the dead parents club is a real fucking thing. Um, so easy. Sailor says I have an incredible amount of debt. Let's talk about that. Let's find the brighter side of that. Yeah. I mean, the good, th- the brighter side of debt is you can get out of it. Yeah, you say he's about to file for bankruptcy and shit, man, that's, you're going to start over. Sure, you're going to be, uh, you know, you know, have some bad credit, but you know, you get a fresh start and you get to, you get to go for it, man. Yeah. I, Bankruptcy is no big deal. My parents did bankruptcy two, three times. Jesus, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was rough. We we're trying to live in Boca Raton and not mm. making any money. Right. That's going to be hard on the uh, wallet. Yeah. On the wallet and the watch. All right. So another one we got ahead of time because Cammie Kins uh, is not going to be here for this stream, and she, she always likes to hang out. She has a question. I had a pretty lonely and rough childhood. I got bullied a lot, and I carry around some bitterness still to this day about it. How did you guys learn to find humor in your pain? P.S. Weed is helped a bunch smiley face we does help you know with that kind of stuff i got bullied a lot when i was a kid uh until i figured out that i was bigger than everybody but it it was it's you know it's really hard to deal with that and kids are fucking mean as shit and the best part about you know getting bullied at a young age and being able to look at it now is that it's in the past yeah you know and you don't ever ever have to talk to those people again they're probably all fucking monsters to this day yeah and i mean i definitely found uh using humor really honestly though i feel like uh i kind of let people shut me up like i was kind of the kooky class clown like in fifth grade and then once i hit uh middle school i feel like i was just i just said why bother and i just i just bottled it up and got really you know quiet in class um and uh, I, but I found the theater, 
and I found a community of people to kind of like get away from that. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's kind of where I uh, was able to sort of let loose and just kind of find my uh, find my my uh, my whole community and everything and kind of be myself. Now it's kind of hard to, to to you know it's kind of funny, man. Like I was even talking with Hen- about Henry with this recently because uh, or not too long ago because he was in a situation where he was in a ca- on a cast for a for a project and he was. Everybody around him like started treating him like the weird kid, like he was back in fucking high school, and like yeah. it, it never necessarily always ever goes away. And I even get the same thing too every now and again. Where um, I I just I'll, I'll I'll go right back to that place, man. If if there's like a few people that are all acting like you know like these audition rooms, I you see. are. Difficult not to yell at. Yeah, I'm a weird fucker, yeah. you know, and a piece of shit, and a jerk, <laughs> and a and annoying, and like unable to control it, annoying. So, so like you know, I think that you're never totally going to be able to like necessarily get rid of that. I think it's about accepting that it's just going to be a part of you, and that makes you who you are, and that's what makes you interesting, and why those other people are really uninteresting. Yeah, um, I mean, let's face it. Everyone, I don't want to talk to anyone who's just like everyone else. That's fucking boring. Yeah, you know, stay different. If they're making fun of you from it, you just know that they're. It's really quick way of them telling you that, you know, they're not your friend. Um. So, what's Mamad's question, Sly Marbo? And while you're working on asking us that, uh, Nasty Norm asks, "My problem is I work too much. No social life anymore. I used to have my own round table." Now everyone's grown apart. Yeah, man, that's gonna happen. I mean, Ed, you and Jackie, you know, uh, moving to can we talk? We could talk about that. Yeah, yeah you yeah, and yeah. Jackie moving to L.A. later this year is kind of fucking with me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's like we have this fucking with me too specific crew, and I mean, I'm gonna be looking into getting out there more and all that kind of stuff. But um, at the same time, like I completely understand what you're going through, Nasty Norm. It's just a reality of adulthood. Plus, people just get hitched get kids yeah. and that even uh, I think draws people apart makes it harder for people to like hang out together um, yeah. and nasty norm if you're working too much that's fine that's a good thing man a lot of people wish to have that fucking problem but I would say maybe- I used to have three jobs yeah. and then I would I wouldn't it wasn't like what day I had off it was like what shift do I have off it's right. like oh I got Tuesday night off that's gonna be nice that's the thing though you gotta find but you got to find the brighter side within – if you're going to work that hard, I hope you're saving for something to reward yourself with. Go on a trip. Go – you know what I'm saying? Like f- the brighter side is you can take that money that you worked for and get out and travel the world, get, get a car you always wanted, some shit like that. Like save up for something great. I mean you're talking about like needing to meet people. So maybe what you could do is save up and go on a trip and try to like just get out there and meet people. You know what I'm saying? I was actually yeah. – I'm literally – just listening to the Ari Shafir friend of yours, Ed, yeah. uh, and Joe Rogan podcast, and he literally just like uh, Ari just went off the grid and just traveled the world and just like I talked to him when he got back. It was really freeing for him. He was yeah. like he was like a very peaceful Zen dude when he got back, and it was uh, it was really cool. I was very jealous of what he did. It was a very uh, smart move, I think. And I can't wait till one day when I do that. Um, dancing hot dog. Yes, uh, it's been asked a couple times. Uh, what, uh, Sly, Sly Marbo it wants to know dancing hot dog. Ed, what are your thoughts? Go. Oh. I mean, I've been that dancing hot dog. <laughs> you know, I got a hot dog suit and I've worn it out and I've danced in it. And so I think dancing hot dog is a great thing to do. Do it yourself if you've never done it. It's a great time. Everyone loves the hot dog. Every time I put that hot dog suit on and I'm walking down the street, people scream, hey, Mr. Hot Dog at me and it makes me feel wonderful so get yourself a hot dog suit off of amazon they're only like 40 bucks and you know just change the way you live your life <laughs> uh to answer charlie's question yes just ask in chat dex if you remember him he's has an update for you starting his hormone replacement therapy came out to his family went better than he expected worried about work some of my coworkers bitch about whiny trannies all the time it's disconcerting so it sounds like you're, you're making you're ta- you're taking very uh Big, you know, yeah. 
fucking confident steps. So I think I think at the end of the day, it's going to be fine. And 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 uh, a family you can't replace. So that going well is way more important than whatever happens at your job. Which at the end of the day, if worse came to worse, yeah. you could replace and, that and, and also fucking and, and sue it, for discrimination. Well, it looks like that Dex hasn't come out to his workers yet, and uh, and just worried about what they're going to say about the whiny training thing. And you know what? It is disconcerting because you know, but at the same time, where's Dex from again? North Carolina. Uh no, he's out west. He's oh, Portland, Oregon, Oregon. Portland. Yeah, you know it's gonna happen. I mean, people Mark's are gonna call. People there. are gonna say things that you know that you that are gonna bother you. But at the same time, you're the one that's gonna help change their mind. You know, if they're bitching to you about whiny trainees, that means that they, you know, can, are in a way confiding in you, and they want to know what your opinion is. And then you, if you could find a way to help change their opinion on what a transvestite is. Uh, that's you're gonna help the world, man. That's 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 just how I feel. Uh, so easy sailor want to give us. We should circle back around it because you can't bankruptcy away uh, student loans. So let's. He said, "Hey, let me be more specific. I have around ninety thousand dollars in student loan debt Woo! that I can't bankrupt away. So you cannot claim bankruptcy on. That was what somebody else in chat suggested. Uh, that wasn't what he was saying he was going to do. Uh, I have a kid being born in a couple months. So that's definitely a brighter side. But I'm not naive enough to think that won't make my debt even worse. So so I will say this, easy sailor. There are ways to deal with it. Um. I think uh, I I have a friend who will go unnamed because why blow up his spot? That was horribly in debt. Um, uh, he ended up there. There there are resources out there. He ended up working with with it's some organization that helps people clear their debt and got on some kind of a plan. Of course, it's stressful with kids. I mean. Uh, you know, but but there is there is a way to get out of it if you slow. I mean, it's just going to take a lot of work, and and it's not going to be easy. But I think the yeah. brighter side is at the end of the day, it's just fucking money, man. Yeah, and and nothing's going to replace the fact that you have a beautiful child coming your way, like. That you know, the, 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 fuck it. You know, I mean, and and I've had to tell my, myself that in the past. I've been in debt before, and I've been in fucked money situations, and I've all, I've just had to say, you know what? It's it's just money is just like it's not real. You yeah. know, unfortunately, we have to deal with it, but it's yeah. not a real thing. And you know what? You, you got ninety thousand in debt. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're just going to have to deal with this for a long time until you fix it and chip away at it and chip away at it and don't let it bog you down. It's just a part of your life that you got to beat now. And then I, I hope that you're using your degree. Uh, I think that the way that we treat uh, college students uh, should be criminal. Yeah, it is. It's unfair. The way our our generation Ridiculous. is dealing with something that our parents' Why generation did not have to deal with. Why put our it, our our nation's youth at a disadvantage right out the fucking gate? We're like, getting a situation where thirty year olds are having to borrow money from their parents, and then I'll tell you what: in the way things are going, we're not going to have money for our kids to borrow from us. And so the government needs to really step up and figure something out because I mean, ninety thousand dollars in debt. I mean, that's not even that's not fair. Yeah. It's not even a real the real fair Complete number. Bullshit. Like that's ridiculous. Who the f I don't make that in uh, y y three years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like I may I think I'll pro maybe make that in three years. At this yeah. point, with my whole like career change, I don't even think that that might not even be true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking nuts. Uh, so Ed, I need one really quick for you. I smell a fart smell. I think it's yours. What's the brighter side on that one? I, I did don't... not fart. Okay, I did not fart. Uh, you would know it if it was mine. I would know it. Yeah. It fills, it fills yeah. rooms. No, because I don't smell anything. It's probably coming. They probably unearthed some horribleness in the construction <laughs> yeah. outside. It's probably a couple dead rats that they found underneath your floorboards. Right, right. But you know, I did not fart, and I, and I will now fart later to ruin your day for bringing that up. <laughs> um, all right, uh, wait. I had we we got some backlogs here. Now they're coming in fast, man. Um, all right, no, I love uh, I was able to quit my job, but now they're investigating the entire store because three k of stuff is missing. My mm. old my old boss who quit is the one who probably stole it, but he lined it up to make it look like I might have taken that stuff. I don't want to deal with this shit. Of course, Cubic you don't want to deal with this. Nobody shit. Nobody wants to deal with this shit. Well, I tell you what, at the end of the day, though, you did not take the stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and you, they shirt your house or you don't. I'm like you. Come over. I don't have it. 
You know, it's not stuff that I took, you know, so you know what you did and just stick to your guns and nothing's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think the brighter side is like you're you're actually not at fault. So um, at the end of the day, one would hope justice would prevail. I mean, it's just some your your dumb, stupid manager who is a thief. So one would hope and think that he is not smart enough to frame you to the level that you would actually get in trouble. You're probably, you're probably going to have a lot of fun watching this fucker back paddle out of all this shit. Yeah. Because he's just going to have to, you know, continue his lies or more lies and then just keep asking questions. Right. You know, let's keep, you know, just keep asking. He knows that he's guilty and you're not accusing anybody. No. You know, so it's a, it's just like, hey man, you did it. All right. Uh, Ambi79109 asks, the brighter side of feeling stuck. I'm 28 uh, with uh, year-old twins and starting college again while everyone around me has degrees and and careers and full lives. And I feel like I'm just starting the game over on hard mode 10 years too late. Ambi, what can I say other than... um, Holden's doing that at 33 without a child. Yeah, I'm doing that at 33 without a child with a woman who desperately wants children. Uh, so that's a thing. Yeah. Um, a, B, uh, I uh, would also say that, you know, the, the brighter side is, well, I guess this is more advicey, which I feel like we need to be fighting the brighter side, not giving advice. But I got, man, just don't fucking compare. Don't compare yourself with the other people around you, man. I know it's hard not to because I do it so much. But at the end of the day, you can free yourself from the comparison and know that, like, uh, tw- you know, 30 is the new 20. And I actually firmly believe that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like. It's never too late to turn your life around. And I know that sounds like fucking hoodoo, boodoo bullshit, but I firmly believe it's true, Ed. College is fun. You're going to meet some younger people who are going to put I some can't. more life into you, man. I love hanging out with people younger than me. Yeah, you know, people are, are my age and older are boring, you know, so you're going you're gonna to keep knowing 20-year-olds and have younger friends that you will help influence. You know the land. You know, you can help these people out, and you should be excited about going back to college. Yeah, you do have one-year-old twins, and that's fucking a lot to deal with. Yeah. But you know what? You're doing everything you can to make their life better, and I salute you for it. And at the end of the day, going back to what I said earlier, I mean, you get the, the those, you know, even when I know those kids might be a handful, it might be difficult. I, I can only imagine. I can't imagine because I don't have kids myself. But I know I know a, a decent amount of what it's like to raise uh, some children. And as much as they can be a pain in the ass and you just want to smack them, but you can't, uh, you get the gift of two fucking awesome kids that are yours, that are like your pals, that will turn into your buddies soon, that will listen to everything you say and uh, uh, and be be like replicants of you and you can train them you can you can militarize them you can uh teach them knife knife play and like ninja skills and shit and really just turn them into some kind of like super warrior that you always <laughs> wanted benzo uh benzoc 2r yeah to tutor What's the brighter side of blacking out drunk to the point of pissing yourself and having your urine destroy your phone screen? Besides the hilarity, of course. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it might not be that funny. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I'm here to say it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I'd worry about your bed as well as your phone screen. You know, make sure you get those sheets washed. Make sure you don't get too much urine. Uh, soaking into that mattress, maybe get a cover for it if you can. Uh, this could lead up to be a problem if you keep doing it. Uh, try not to black out. Drink more beer than liquor. That will help with that. You can monitor yourself better, and you won't uh, get hammered as fast, and you'll mm. be able to, uh, you know, just know what's going on. Like, all right, three more beers, and I'm going to be toast. Yeah, I mean, the brighter side is that's a learning experience. Hopefully you won't uh, do that again. Uh, but I have to say, man, I mean, I've been getting chopped up. Out there, yeah. Have you? Ed, Ed saw it. You've been last going Saturday. for it. I mean, I I went to fish on on Saturday. Oh, Friday then. Yeah, I went to fish on Ooh. Saturday. That was wild. I'm going back tonight. You know, we're gonna. It's gonna be wild stuff. And uh, really, you just gotta. You know, I don't pee myself though. I dream yeah. about peeing, and it wakes me up. Oh yeah, yeah. It helps me. Uh, Sly Marber says, what's the brighter side of having an extremely difficult time quitting SIGs? I'm stuck in a job where I constantly use smoking as a crutch 
to not only get through the night, but also as a stress reliever at high anxiety scenes that I am not emotionally prepared for. Well, Holden, you quit cigarettes and you were telling me how uh, you think that cigarettes actually are, you know, taking your stress away, but they're actually adding to well, it. Well, yeah, this is all a part of the book, The Easy Way to Quit Smoking. And, and I mean, anybody who watches my stream probably has already heard me barking about this book before, because when we start talking about smoking and how I quit, I quit two, three years ago at this point at all. It seems like a dream that I used to smoke, like a, mm -hmm. a nightmare, honestly, um, that, that at one point I did smoke. Um, but I will say this. Uh, yeah, it, it actually is not a stress reliever because uh, think about this. Smoking raises your heart rate. So using that logic, one would think, and also people use smoking to stay awake. Yeah. So, so how does it relieve stress and also keep you up at the same time? This is one of the arguments inside the book that kind of, I think um, the brighter side is it is absolutely doable. The, 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 the brighter side is even though it may be extremely difficult now, if it's mm -hmm. something you really are committed to, it, you will quit. I believe that. I firmly believe that. I think that it, it is something that can be done without the patch or the gum or any shit like that. Absolutely. Uh, so I would, A, first of all, I would just recommend you read The Easy Way to Stop Smoking. I believe it's by Alan Carr. I have no idea. Uh, easy Way to Stop Smoking, though. It's very easy to find. It's in every bookstore, bar none, the, the book to, uh, about quitting smoking. Um, and I would say the brighter side is that it is, it is actually easy. I know that's fucked up to say yeah. because I had the hardest time quitting for years, but I read that book. I quit cold turkey. I never looked back. Greatest decision I ever made in my life. I've never been a smoker myself, but I remember when I used to work, I used to get pissed off, uh, you know, in restaurants and stuff. I get pissed off that people get uh, smoke breaks and they yeah. get more breaks than I would get. And so I started taking coffee breaks. I grab a cup of coffee and go hang out with the smokers outside and enjoy myself. Yeah. And if you're trying to stay up at night, you know, it's bad to, you know, go from one crutch to another. But fuck it. Go have a coffee break. Um, yeah, I think that it's uh, kind of going back on this uh, talking shit about like the way the colleges are set up. I think it's really fucked up at, that at the workplace it's set up for people to smoke to just get a free extra bunch of breaks in their day. I think mm -hmm. it's really shitty. I think that we need to change that in our in our country and all over the place because I think that it keeps people smoking because they don't want to lose their fucking break. Yeah, and it's stupid. Like you know, I think that you you gotta you gotta lay down the law and either say nobody gets a break or everybody gets some kind of a break. You know, yeah. um, Sly Marlboro says, "What's the brighter side of having an extremely difficult time quitting cigs?" I'm so, oh, I already fucking read that. What, what's wrong with me? Well, you know, you you want a cigarette. Uh, yeah, I'm dying for a cigarette. <laughs> uh, brighter side of living a life of constant neutrality. Good things finally moving uh, from good things finally moving from my mom's at 25. Cool. Moving to Washington with a friend. Badass. Washington is WA, right? Yes. Is that Washington? Good job lined up out there. Bad. Only know one person, and while I'm not super awkward or anxious person, it's kind of hard for me to connect with people. Still in a weird, loving, supportive relationship with my great ex, who I can't bring myself to just lock down. Uh, want to be an entertainer and know auditions can be stressful garbage. Well, at least uh, in an audition room, it can be, it, it, depending on who's in that room, it can be easy to make some quick mutual interest friends. I, I literally just kind of hit it off with like th this dude in, in an audition room a fucking hour ago where we were just immediately like joking around and stuff. And, you know, so I think, A, that's a good place to start. Ed? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in here, uh, CJ Damoka. Uh, but I, I will say, man, I mean, don't even worry about that bad shit. You're moving to Washington. I I hope it's Seattle because that's a beautiful town and a really cool place to be. You know, and especially if you're trying to be an actor or a comedian, it's a good town for that as well. You know, you can go and do stuff there that other towns don't offer, and it's a very free thinking, enjoyable place. If you're outside of there, Washington's still a cool state. You can buy weed and enjoy your life. Yeah. I mean, Washington's beautiful. It's a rainforest state. You know, it's the most northern rainforest in the world. There's lots of beautiful things. Mount Rainier is one of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen. I took the ferry from uh, Seattle to, to Bainbridge Island, the orcas, you know, coming up against the ferry. It's a great place to be. The fish market's delicious. Go see the gum wall, Pearl Jam. Enjoy your life. Yeah, Pearl Jam. For fuck's sake. 16, man. It's a fucking good album. <laughs> it's, it's 10. 
Oh, either way. What's 16? I, I, I think you're thinking of 16 Stone Bush. They should make a, a 16 Stone. That's a mediocre album. That's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. But I do like the movie Fear when he's <laughs> when he's fingering her on the roller coaster. All right. Okay. To was the, Bush the, playing? Yeah, Bush was playing. Okay. Breathe in, breathe out. Oh, God. Breathe in, oh, breathe right. out. Breathe oh, in. Except for breathe in, breathe out. It was finger in, finger out. All right. That's what happened to her. Not equal enough for you. It says, brighter side of couch crashing last night because my ex kicked me out of the house because she wanted to bring a boy toy back after the bar last night. You should not be living get, with your ex. Brighter size, you can get out, out of today. the house. Move get out of today. the fun. Never go back. Figure it out. You know, so you just get out of there, man. It's that you don't live with her. She's going to keep bringing dudes home. This is why you broke up. You guys aren't in love. You got to end it. Get, get out, out of the house. Run. Ernie Permer. Jesus Christ, get out. <laughs> Learn and love and live out of the house. Alaska is the most northern rainforest. I did not know that. I thought it was all snow. Hey, Thank have, you. For, thank you, and Dirtle. By the way, I have a friend who's making it work. Like, he can't move out right away, but um, him and his lady have, like, essentially an exchange where he gets the apartment on the weekends. She gets the apartment during the week, but she works during the day, and he's currently out of a job because his whole bullshit's fucked up right now. Yeah. So that during the day, he can go shower, go to the gym, and do his thing. If, if you have to be in that apartment, figure something out like that. There's got to be a way. There's Even that's still a, a nightmare. You're that's in like, still a nightmare. I remember when I broke up with my ex and we were living together. And it's like, even when she's not there, it's just like, it's like you're living in a museum of your relationship. Oh, yeah. You know, you just got to. It's not good for I you. I couldn't stand living in the same neighborhood at, that my girlfriend oh. lived in. Like, it was just, I literally wrote the Kalman song. She's a ghost that haunts me. Because I was my girl, my ex, my very freshly ex was still living in the same neighborhood as me, and I just feel like I saw her everywhere, you know. Um, Brighter Snow already read that one. I thought I had one lined up. Uh, How about Lord Gold One Million says fuck OJ Simpson? Well, so does I'm should we do the brighter that? side Dr. of Smooth, fucking OJ Simpson? Doctor Smoothrod says, "What's the brighter side of the juice being loose?" Oh, Ed Larson. I mean, the brighter side of the juice being loose is we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get a lot more news out of this. He once again. It, who's who isn't a fan of '90s nostalgia? You know, and, you know, the juice is back. You know, he's one of the most famous guys around. Is good. I mean, if you really think about it, he went to jail for stealing trophies. I know he did the other horrible thing, but you know, y y you can't. You, the punishment's got to fit the crime, and he wasn't being punished for that crime. And you know, nine years. I mean, he served his time, and it's not like he's going to have a nice time when he's out. He does right. getting some money. He does have some money coming to him, too. Yeah, and he lived like a fucking king in jail. He certainly did. They treated him great. He, it's a, you know, he's an awful human being. He's, you know, he's maybe him and Bill Cosby will go play golf together and uh, have a good time. You know, they'll they're he's going to be exiled forever. No one's going to love him. He's not going to have any decent friends ever again. You know, it's just how it is. Uh, so Charlie said, uh, we skipped his Charlie just repost yours. I don't see it for some reason. I don't see it. Um, yeah. Uh, I was trying to look back for yours and I could not find it. Maybe, maybe the, the fucked up thing is actually for some reason, God won't let your question appear in our chat box, which oh. is kind of messed up. Fair um, enough. What else do we have? I mean, the juice being loose. It for says me uh, Lord Gold says there will never be justice for Nicole or Ron. <sighs> and uh, you know what, man? I mean, there was half a justice, but no, there wouldn't be. I mean, like, I think that this country is, is ever justice. You know, I think that this country is obsessed with punishment. Personally, uh, I think that I'm not saying that O.J. Simpson needs to be free, but I think that we're worried about who's in jail, who's not in jail. You said this. Let me take your job from you. I think it's bad. I think it's, you know, it's a wrong way for us to all be living our lives is concerned on how other people are being punished. Uh, I, I think that, you know, there is, you know, everyone who goes to jail deserves a chance to rehabilitate and become a better person. And I hope that he did. Uh, I can't say that I'm confident that he did, but uh, uh, we'll see what happens. 
Uh, all right. I finally got Charlie's. He whispered it to me through Twitch. Okay. Uh, I have an acquaintance who takes advantage of the politically correct punk scene here in Gainesville. We used to be close what? friends, but well, well, we'll see. Let's see what it is. All right. We used to be close friends, but I distanced myself and I realized that he was posing as a feminist ally as a means to take advantage of women, queer and marginalized folks in my town. I'm not, I'm not super PC, but this dude is talking the talk. And by the way, I cannot... I know what I actually kind of figured this is where this was going. I, I cannot stand this this what's happening in the world if this guy is legit. There like, was a comedian recently. I can't remember his name that came out because of this shit. I'm not super PC, but this dude is t- talking the talk without walking the walk. And I've come to realize that he is a toxic, manipulative, abusive asshole. I feel like I'm losing my friends over it because I won't go near this fuck face and all my friends love him except for a few except a few who see through his shit. If I did call him out, I will have turned into one of these overly PC call out culture idiots that I hate. I'm trying to take the higher road and let my good friendship skills and passion for the shine for the shine for art shine through, but I feel like something is going to snap any advice. I would say the thing that's going to snap is him. Yeah. You know, if he's living his life as a lie, he's eventually going to fuck up and get caught doing something horrible yeah. and then everyone will help expose him. You yeah. know, and, and like he, and anyone you talk to who's been, you know, taken advantage by this guy, ladies or anything like that. I mean, you should be there for them and help them. You know, just they, and and then once there's more than one of them, or if they want to come out, you can help them come out and and say this dude's a piece of shit. You know, uh, but uh, Gainesville, I, I'm, I'm more, I can't stop thinking about the PC punk scene. Yeah, what happened to punk music? Oh, it's. I mean, it's super feminist. Well, I mean, but you know, I punk's mean, always Riot been. Girl yeah, and, you know, it's always it's been. Always, uh, it's always been like for the you know anti-government and yeah, shit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know. But it it grosses me out these people who uh, are like I, you know I see it a lot in the comedy scene in New York. I feel Lord like knows where people use the uh, 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 the sort of these stances. To avoid being comedians but still get attention that they so desperately crave, I feel like it is so rampant that I'm like, there's no way. I, I recently just saw a post about this guy. This guy who you know, who mm-hmm. we can talk about off the thing. He posts this big, long post just like, fuck all these comedians. And it was like Andy Kaufman, George Carlin, Louis C.K. Like th- These are the comedians that are fucking up comedy because of whatever transgression they made it might have had in the past or, or whatever that maybe you know uh you know and, and lumped them in with um bill cosby you know oh and, and I, just, no, I didn't know about this. it just made me feel well yeah i wouldn't think you would know but you know who it is but i'll talk to you about who it is i'll show you the post afterwards but it made me fucking furious i'm like dude go to an open mic and do comedy don't sit here and talk shit about george carlin in your fucking facebook post because you need 10 likes do you, you loser. Think, do you think uh do you think they meant it? Do you think it was a joke? No, it was definitely not a joke. It was definitely a like I just need every woman and trans person and my Facebook friends to know that I'm for you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's that shit. I see that a lot. And yeah. it's just like, dude. Just demanding attention. Fucking yeah. act. You yeah. know, do something to help somebody. It made me just really angry. I'm not saying that like ne- necessarily like, you know, look. Whatever, there's there's some stuff, you know, the CK shit and everything like that. But it's just like so ill informed yeah. and fucking and dangerous to lump these people in with with Bill Cosby. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's fucked up. Anyway, so the brighter so, side is I can block that dude, <laughs> and, and the brighter side, Charlie, is you can block that guy. Just stay away from that guy. Block him on Facebook. Ignore him. If you if uh, your 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 post is kind of vague, so if he's actually taking advantage of women and doing actual harm, like then of course you need to go to the authorities. You need to get you know you need to to. Try to you know uh, uh, do something you know to, to get like this guy legally you know taken care of. But if he's just being a fake, like it'll out. The truth will always out. Yeah, it says. Uh, what, what did he write just two seconds ago? This dude uh, from Charlie Chop Shop. More on this guy. He's uh, this dude tells everyone his band is a queer band when it's two straight guys. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that just sounds like you I know, mean, well, just stay away from him. Don't make him kiss. Shows. Make him kiss. Yeah, make him kiss. Just, just yeah. <laughs> stay away from him. You know, honestly, I mean, that's kind of punk though, because like the New York Dolls yeah. and shit. 
shit. They would just wear dresses just to fuck with people. Oh yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. Um, I got no problem with that. But, that, but in in the year Murder 2016, Fist. that's not that's not saying we're in a queer band to fuck with people. That's saying we're in a queer band for to deceive people. Like and I and guess. To, and not to fuck, not to like be like, oh, we're crazy. We wear dresses. It's like well, no, we're like uh, we're like. You got, we're just like you guys, you know? And I don't know. Maybe that's kind of wrong. Well, we, Murder Fist used to do, uh, you know, lots of uh, gay shows and uh, queer com and all that kind yeah, of stuff. We had two gay guys in the group, but we weren't all gay. I mean, if they want to support, you know, people who, you know, rights are like that, I think there's bigger fish to fry, yeah. honestly, Charlie, in this world than someone who's trying to, like, do something that's kind of nice. I mean, he might be a dick about it, but, you know... At least he's not being a, a fucker to everybody. Yeah, if he's, at least he's not yeah. racist. You know, that'd be even worse. Uh, okay. Um, I know there's better punk music than in Gainesville, also. So you should try. Public, <laughs> of course, Charlie. Yeah, you can't. I mean, obviously, you can't. Uh, but you can try. You know, just try to be there for the victims. Not obviously, you don't want to get on. And you're right, Mamad. Thank you for respecting the victims. You're making the right choice not to swoop in a white knight. Let the victims speak for themselves. If they want. And that's exactly what I was complaining about about this guy's Facebook post. He was trying to white knight by throwing all these like great comics under the fucking. Uh, yeah. Oh, made me so mad, dude. All right. Uh, so, Snippy, I kind of have a similar to CJ DeMocha. What's the brighter side of being too liberal to talk to conservatives, but too conservative to talk to liberals to the point where it's hard not to alienate myself from people? I'm military, so the more liberal type people I talk to kind of come across as whiny to me. But on the other hand, the more conservative types come across as brutish and ignorant. Kind of hard to be good, uh, to make good connections in a world so polarized. Well, congratulations. You're just like most of the people in this country. Yeah, you know, I, you don't need to pick a side, man. You have you you have your beliefs and you stick to your beliefs. The more you go to both sides with your beliefs, the 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 more people are going to want to listen to you, you know, because you got to because sometimes liberals are right and sometimes conservatives are right. And so it, to you to have to choose one side or the other is crazy. And you should be able to you are going to have a better vote than anyone else out there because you know exactly what you want. And you know that you know how to look for the issues that affect you and you keep doing that. And you're like and people and, and talk to people. Don't get mad. And yeah, people are whiny and whatever. But, you know. They, 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 that's never going to change, you know. That you can, people are gonna do that. So you know, just keep rocking your shit, man. And thank you so much for serving. That's badass. And you always have one step up on anyone you're talking to, just because you did that. And so you know, don't be afraid to remind them that you know you did that. Um. Hold that. Uh, uh, I have to go to work. Hold that. If I walk in, quit my job, and spot uh, on the spot. And drive from this shit uh, splat town in India, Indiana. Can I have a job at CCR? I don't mind doing Charlie work. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I can't speak for Marcus Parks. Uh, you so. can you could clean my apartment, and I'll give you fifty dollars. Would you? Oh yeah, sure. I give someone fifty dollars to clean my apartment. Shit, I need that shit clean. My girlfriend's coming back to town. Bro, what's this one from? Uh, Tommy said what? Brighter side is spending a lot of time working on a degree and finally getting to a comfortable place in life as far as money and schedule goes, but feeling entirely unfulfilled with the work that I do. I'm in a creative field, but I find more frustration than satisfaction in my work. I'm about to start fully supporting my wife and I and I over the next few years, but I'm worried that continuing with something I'm not passionate about could turn me into a bitter fucker. Yeah, you know, that is tough, you know, to do something you're not completely passionate in, but I'll let you know right now, I'm... Uh I'm writing a roast for a shitty uh, rich fuck who I hate and I hope that his business fails and he, you know, goes to jail for the obvious crimes that he's committed and confided to me, uh, but that he thinks are funny. But sometimes you got to do work that pisses you off so you can do the fun stuff too, man. And if your work at work isn't really uh, satisfying you, then maybe you need to find some satisfaction in work you do in your free time uh, because that's just how it is. I and mean, Tommy's you got to have to make that money, man. Tommy's been streaming and shit, you know. I mean, yeah, even now, like, I'm. I'm, tr I'm currently in a situation where I'm desperately trying to figure out how I can do only things I like to do. And even with the way where I'm at right now, I'm still doing things mm -hmm. that I don't want to do. I think that's just going to be a fact of life. So it's just how you handle that shit. You know, it's how you roll with that shit. And at the end of the day, if you need to take a big risk 
Take a fucking risk, man. I know that there's always there's always going to be a reason why not to take a risk. I love that quote by Bill Burr. You know that Bill Burr quote? No idea. Burr, Couch. I tell you what I do love is looking at the chat and watching everyone else give advice to everyone else. And this is just like a cool place that people come and talk to each other. And I think it's beautiful. It's What's this greatest. Bill Burr quote? And I'm sorry if I uh, if I said anything that is just said any horrible advice, especially when it comes to that dude in the punk scene. Because Charlie, I'm still thinking about that. And if he really is fucking with like ladies in that scene, and I don't know. I mean, I just that's 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 not cool, man. You got to yeah. figure that. We got to figure something out. Uh, so Bill Burr says, uh, uh, "I love this quote. You can look this up. It's it's always it's, I always see it on the internet on Reddit." Uh, realize that sleeping on a futon when you're 30 is not the worst thing. You know what's worse? Sleeping in a king bed next to a wife you're not really in love with, but for some reason you married and you got a couple of kids and you got a job you hate. You'll be laying there fantasizing about sleeping on a futon. There's no risk when you go after a dream. There's a tremendous amount of risk playing it safe. Wow, I love that. That's an amazing quote. That's amazing. beautiful. It literally thing. Gives, I just like I have chills. Like, I, it gives me fucking chills. Man, he's great. He's the best. He's so good. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 awesome. Um, the brighter side of selling weed, you get to meet people. Bro, you know, you got make lo- Yeah, you make lots of friends. <laughs> you, get arrested, you know, I yeah, guess. yeah, you should get arrested. You know, tax <laughs> evasion. You know, all that stuff. But uh, you know, I was, the brighter side of selling weed is. I remember when I used to sell weed. I was working at Hooters selling weed, throwing giant concerts at my house. Best time of my life. Got arrested for it. Went to jail. I would do it all over again. Absolutely. I would do it just exactly the same way. I would buy his weed over again as well. Thank you. And, and hide my gun for go me. Go to your parties and hide your gun. So that was fun. That was actually, actually, I would do that. That was, that was, kind of that was like the one exciting thing that's ever happened to me. So, um, all right, I think we got some more. We got some more here. B. John, eighty-two, eighty-five. Sure. Uh, what's the brighter side of never feeling like I'm good enough? My life is finally moving in the right direction, and my friends and family are proud of me. But to me, it's not uh, enough. I'm very rarely proud of my own work, even though I love what I do. Dude, you're on the right track. Anyone who thinks that they're just satisfied with what they do uh, is wrong. I mean, you're the best, you're real successful people, the best critics they have are themselves. You know, I never think I'm doing enough. I, you know, and, and a lot of people look up to what I do, and I don't think that they should personally because to me, I'm nowhere. And I need and I need to do more work to continue my life. And I got, we got what, 45, 50 people here listening to us. You know, it's like you're, if you're not happy with what you're doing, you're on the right track. Yeah. You know, and if like, if you love what you're doing, but you think you can work harder, then you got to fucking work harder until you start getting satisfied, man. It's, it's great. Minaj Bunch has brighter side of having no family. I mean, you. I mean, the, no the, responsibilities. The, yeah, the worst part about family is you don't get to pick them. Yeah, you know. I mean, I have some of the best friends. Of, no news is good news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to loan anyone money. You know, shit like that. I mean, yeah, it sucks to not have family and have that special connection. And I have a lot of great family who I love with all of my heart, and I'm very lucky to have them. But I will say that you know, you get to pick who you surround yourself with, and that is a luxury that a lot of people will never have. That was one of the things I said to my parents when I was like the first wise thing I ever said at like seven years old. I remember it. I was like, I remember telling them like, you know what the worst part about family is, is that you can't pick them. And then they were like both like, that's very smart. Thank you, Ed. You know, it was a it was a good little moment for me. Uh, Turns out the family, you know, was, you know, it it would have been a better advice for the other side of the family that couldn't pick my father. All right, Laura Gold asks, brighter side of dating an artist? She's beautiful on the outside, but inside she is ugly and horrible. Oh, she's ugly and horrible <laughs> on the outside. I, I mean, no, you, no, on ob- the inside, on the inside, you obviously hate this woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> are- <laughs> I mean, just that you can stop dating her at any moment? Yeah, what are you doing? You're, what is I, I can't. I, I can't give you advice. The brighter side is that's just a non-issue because you can just stop dating her? Inside she's ugly. Ugly and horrible. Like <laughs> you, you can't. You have no right dating her. You're being a worse person than Lord she Gold is. Lord Gold is evil. Lord Gold yeah. is evil. I know. I've seen. He's on here a lot. He's always hitting on Lex. He's evil. He's an evil human. Oh. Okay. Uh, Learn a girl forty bucks on the Fourth of July. 
didn't hear from her for two weeks. Now she is in rehab. Station. You're never getting that money back. Never getting that money back. Don't even try. I mean, what's the point? Best thing is, what's 40 bucks? Yeah, you ever see... Uh, what's $40? You ever see Bronx Tale? That movie really... That's one of the pieces of advice Chaz Palminteri gives to Cologelo. And that's, uh, you know, he keeps chasing this guy down for 20 bucks. And he's like, do you like him? He's like, no. He's like, all right, good. For 20 bucks, you got him out of your life. Yeah, for 40 bucks, you got this uh, lady out of her life. If you do care about her, then I hope she gets better if you don't care about her i hope she gets better it's good that she's in fucking rehab the brighter side of that too is she's fucking working her bullshit out yeah she's not asking for another 40 bucks so she can cop she's in a place trying to get better yeah so uh there you go for that yeah that 40 bucks you know it's gone buddy don't even it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, that is that is not a 40 dollars that exists anymore don't give money to drug addicts yeah well, I don't. He probably didn't. He knew. He knew. Uh, Come on. Let's see. Uh, There's one up top there. Is there one up top here? Who is that from? Are you talking about CJ Demoke? I feel like he's giving other someone else advice. Oh, is he? Oh, good he for him. I like that. Fraud and uh, oh, here we go. Laffy Hubbard. What's the writer's side of procrastination? I'm in a similar boat where I'm kind of a perfectionist, and as a consequence, I don't end up starting things I know I need to work on. I have a lot of lofty things I start but never get around to finishing. I wish I wasn't so concerned with what the end product looks like and could just do what I want to do. I procrastinate everything I do. I uh, Pretty much everything, you know, and the one thing it does is it makes you look like you're always busy. Yeah. You know, so if you're like, I, I can't do it, I'm busy. I got to get this thing done, you know, but you should have done it a month ago, but you were watching, you know, CNN videos about fucking nothing. You know, that's just what happens. Yeah. You know, like, that's a, you know, that's just you know, procrastination. Uh, I got no problem with it, to be honest with you. I, until it really, until it costs you a job or something. To me, I get some of my best work done when I'm procrastinating because I'm so worried about it. It just happens. I mean, the brighter side is, you know, it's, you're not like, there's just, so many I mean this is kind of a cop out but there's so many worse things I mean you know and at the end of the day you can pull yourself out of it by just putting one foot forward I mean I procrastinate all the fucking time mm-hmm. and I feel shitty about it but it ain't killing me it ain't hurting me you know and yeah if it does cost you a job or something then it's serious but I don't know I mean procrastinating is you know. not as bad as not doing the work at all I'll tell you that much What's the better side of after my after hormones, my penis won't work the same anymore. Uh, well, it'll be different. And uh, what's better than, in in the world than just things changing? Yeah, man, it's going to change. I mean, <laughs> I get, like- get good at eating pussy and sucking dick and yeah. eating ass. There you, you go. Know, you're, you're, just you're plus, gonna, he's, he's straight. He just wants to be a lady. Oh, whatever he likes to do. You know, it's just, you know you're going to get good at it. You know, you're going to change. You know, if it don't work there, then you learn how to pleasure them another way. The main thing is if you care about pleasuring someone else, that's already more than, than 70, 80% of the people out there that have a working cock. You know, because if you want to get in there and fucking and make them come, they're coming back. You know, like, that's just what's going to happen. Jam oh, Lamberton asks, uh, my nine-year-old daughter was just diagnosed with diabetes. Ed, I know it runs in your family, so what is the brighter side of diabetes? Well, diabetes, I mean, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you just got to keep control of that uh, you diet. Can, you can keep it under control. You very much can. I mean, my mom lived with type 1 diabetes. Um, your, your daughter, I don't know what uh, she has. Probably, hopefully, it's type two. But you know, it's just you just got to keep that under control. And then if she has it, then you got to be keep uh, constantly checking yourself as well. And you know, and let them know it's not a weird thing. Uh, they're not different than everybody else. They're just you know they got this one little part of them that is you know they have to worry about how many cookies they eat. And sure, that's hard for a child, but you work your way through it. I have a friend who has been diabetic every day of her life for the same age. We uh, she used to drive me to high school every day. Uh, we still hang out and she's doing perfectly fine and she knows more about her body than anyone I've ever known. Uh, so this is going to be fine. It's not, uh, it's a disease that's going to have a cure soon and it could be a lot worse. Diabetes is not that bad. You can fight it and you can beat it. Uh, uh, I know we got to get out of here soon. Um, I know we started a little late, but Ed does have to go meet up with your cousin. Yeah, I brought my, I'm making my little cousin go see fish tonight. So uh, is it, we could do like ten more minutes. Is there, okay, cool. Is yeah, it yeah, their yeah, first yeah. time. Uh, yeah, it's their first time. She's 22 years she, old. Right, I guess I thought Noel. Yeah, my favorite, awesome. my best, the that's best awesome. cuz. Um, all right, so I know there was a lot of talking about how um, p- people talking about not being able to take a compliment. 
I don't know what the exact question was, but I think there was something in there about I cannot take compliments. So I don't know if that's. Uh, I mean, if you can't take compliments, then you know you're bad at conversation. At least, I'll tell you what the brighter side is. <laughs> well, that's not. I'll tell you what the brighter side of that is. At least you're at least you're not grossly in need of constant compliments. I think that's a way worse issue to have. Yeah, yeah, a way yeah, worse yeah. issue to have. Dr. Smooth Rod, my friend is dating a horrible witch woman who has him so spun around her finger so badly that she stole my weed and then convinced him that I turned into a pill pocketing freak who tried to have sex with her in order to get out of paying me back. Is there anything I can do? Yes, there's something you can do. Um, pretend to be Son of Sam's ghost. Uh, <laughs> go, go <laughs> frighten the bejesus out of that woman um, and and the guy and you know and then and then say peace. Also, this is going to happen. You're yeah. going to have good friends that are going to fucking be gone with some horrible woman. Hey, remember I was living with you with that horrible, I was with that horrible long distance relationship woman. And, she, and they always come crawling back. Uh, oh, they always, yeah. They always with like, my they, tail oh, between my legs, dude. <laughs> All the time. Cubic Shrews asks if I'm going to stream after Ed leaves. Yes, I am. I'm going to take like a 15 minute break and then I'm playing games all day. Um... We have more. We have more coming in. Uh, da, 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 da. One more from Tommy. One more. If you got a minute, brighter side of moving far away from family that I care about. I have two young siblings that I'm moving from and a mother with mental and physical health problems and that practically lives on her own. I'm worried I'm going to feel guilty about trying to get our life started by leaving New York behind. You're going to, and I'm about to yeah. do the same thing, man, so let's fucking help each other through it. Go ahead and message me on Facebook whenever because uh, you're going to feel guilty about leaving things behind especially your mom but the good news is you got two siblings that are there and they will be able to help they might not help as much as you did but you know you got to go live your life and if you got a, a great opportunity somewhere else and you got to take it uh i'm sorry that your mom's not doing well but you have to you know think about you and uh, the future of your life and the future and the family that you're gonna build and so go do it man go get out of there um <clears throat> And yeah, you know, it's tough, stressful. It's you're gonna you're gonna be sad about it. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, we've got from Briggs Knives. It's really hard when I moved to Peru. That distance was really hard. FaceTime and stuff like that helps. That's true. We got the brighter side is we do have modern technology that will allow you better communication with uh, family and friends. So that is kind of nice. I know that for me, t I, Tommy and I became kind of more buddies when I started streaming and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I had met him before. You probably met him too before at like last podcast shows. Um, I'd met him and his wife Amanda, but uh, we became buddies and they actually came over to our place for a stream like a couple weeks ago and it's yeah. like kind of a bummer because he's moving away soon, but at the same time, I'm not that bummed because we kind of know each other by playing games remotely. So yeah. like it's kind of a friend that I'm it's one of my, one of, one of the first friends, kind of like Nasty Norm that I'm used to Knowing, uh, uh, like, via you know, in separate, completely separate rooms and completely separate apartments in totally different parts of the the country or the yeah. city or whatever. So, I mean, that is kind of the brighter side of just live, you know, of of moving to a different place. Is that um, at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, hell, I, I mean, Henry's been doing last podcast for. How many years living in uh, living in L.A.? Yeah, I mean, so it just works. You'll just, be fine. You'll make it work. It's it's it, you know at least we have modern technology that, that brings us together in a huge way. Um, I've seen this one like three times. Yeah, I feel please. like we should answer it. Please, uh, Bear McBear seventy five brighter side of flunking out of school. Okay, uh, I will say the brighter side of flunking out of school is now you know that you were not made for school. Uh, yeah. It doesn't mean uh, a bad thing. You just got to go find a different kind of job, man. Yeah. I'm bad at school. I never graduated college, but I figured my life out. And I'll tell you what, old fucking Stinky McNeely over here went to college, graduated, and got the and got this uh, degree and owes a bunch of money. Yeah. I, I, don't I don't know shit. Any, We're in the same fucking money, career, you know. So I'm I don't lucky, know any money, you know? but that's <laughs> you don't. No. Well, you had a you had an easy. But I had I had an easy I had an easy uh, life. That's why the struggle I feel like was almost. Is still more for me, yeah. Because I'm still paying off the like spiritual debt that was having yeah. uh, really supportive parents. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we, we also had a, well, uh, 
I really love this one. Brighter side of my ex having the word filth tattooed on her forehead. Yeah, well, the next person's going to know for sure the moment they meet her. Yeah, there you go. And yeah, she's your ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a funny story, man. You can have that for the rest of your life. Yeah, we got a few minutes. Let's get some lightning round brighter sides. Yeah. I like these fast ones. Get brighter better side at of, picking women. Brighter side of my horrible <laughs> uh, fucking headache right now. Uh, you, you know, you got to, you know, you got to eat, eat, eat that Aleve, man. You got to drink that water and you got to do, uh, you know, get some more rest. Yeah. Make a PP. You got some toxins in your body. You got to get out. Yeah. Brighter side of being in love with multiple women and not Ooh. being a poly. Well, I guess what, man? You got to listen to Take It Easy. I got seven women on my mind. That's a fine place to be. If you don't have anyone that you love and that you're completely in love with, then it's a fucked up thing. But if you don't, if you don't love any of them and you're just playing the field, that's completely natural and you should have fun doing it. And one of them will shine, and then you will be. It will be clear to you the day that one of them shines, and you will get rid of the other ones. I'm going to try to scan this one. I'm going to say this is from anonymous because he wasn't sure if he wanted this read on air. Okay. Uh, uh, met a girl at a ski mountain. Um, was pretty much fucking around up there. Sex was the normal thing that the employees who lived together in co-ed dorms did. Messing cool. around with one girl. She was gorgeous. Massive breast. Great. Good. So What's the problem here? So we had been fucking on and off for like a year, maybe two, towards the end. Uh, the second year, I hooked up with this very drunk girl. She stumbled into my room and started making out with me. Quickly realized, holy fuck, this chick's toast. So I stopped kissing her and told her to just pass out. Got her water. And by the time I got back, she was already passed out. Next morning, she and I woke up, showered, took a shower together. Oh, cool. She asked if we could shower together. Very friendly girl, and we had a friendly relationship before, and I knew there was always some sort of chance I could sleep with her if a blackout wasn't the way. Good call, buddy. Good job. So yeah, you could have gotten in trouble for that one. We get in the shower, start uh, to get ready for sex. Um, may have slips in what's um, penis slipping in the vaginas. It's very, very sexual story. Sexual. Uh, what's wrong? Live, I was like, wait, she's a whore, so I just kept making out with her. We dried off, went to work the next day. A couple days later, I was fucking the first girl for one of the last times. Thing is, 95% sure that one of those two girls gave me either, oh, it gave you either HPV or just plain genital warts. Of course, I didn't use a condom like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, too scared to get checked. You got to get checked. You have to get checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, use the um, Confidence Slayer. Uh... Now I've gained about 30 to 45 pounds. Uh, sorry, that was long. Okay. All right, well, here's what I think. You got HPV. That's all you had to say to us, by the way. And, uh, <laughs> I, seeing, I sort of was seeing two girls, and one of, the, and, and, and one of them gave me uh, HPV. Right, the first or, thing or I'm going to tell you is your stories are too long. All right. Yes, the brighter side is you can always tighten the story. Uh, yeah, and I will say that uh, of having that, uh, uh, I'm glad that you know you have it and you're not trying to give it to anyone and you're being a, uh, a, a shut-in, that's fine. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you, you're going to find opportunities with other people that have the same problem as you. This exists. Uh, the, you know, you know, you can find other, there are ways to know that, uh, you date someone else who's got HPV because they also are not happy about it. And, you know, so it's just, it'll, By the way, my mom says a plus slut shaming. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> well, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not, I was just reading what I saw there. So I'm just trying to, we're just trying to help this guy out. who got a, <laughs> I mean, he's just as much a slut as either one of those girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. more so. Yeah. Cause he's banging two chicks, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, the shower doesn't clean off HPV apparently, but, uh, you know, you can, <laughs> you have, you know, it's, it's what it is, man. I mean, that's it, you know, so just get involved with the STD, uh, dating sites that Charlie chop shops, uh, telling us to go look at. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, yeah, Mama, seriously, you're fucking around with multiple women, but she's the whore. No thanks, bro. So, yeah, there is. I'm glad we kept them anonymous. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I would say also kind of maybe check that before you wreck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, so now your life's a little different, but it doesn't mean it's going to be worse. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, you're obviously know how to you know, pick up women. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. At least there's a valuable and Don't be a fucking here. asshole, yes. <laughs> by the way, and, and start spreading it around more. Right. I think the first thing that you need to do is talk to these poor women. Yeah. You I mean, know? I hope they know. I hope you talk to them, whoever you are. Ah, well, he says he would rather that have been off stream so we can always edit this out. 
I mean, what? How, you, how the hell are you gonna find out? Yeah, I know. What Don't ask matter? the question. Nobody knows. We. I kept. I kept any details yeah. about you off the off of it. Anything that was an actual detail. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, I, I literally kept all the. You had specific details in there that I I skipped. Why tell us the story? Yeah. I don't understand. And nobody know. I think he wanted information off stream, but of course we're not, you know. Uh, all right, guys. Well, I think that's about it on that uh, fun note. Uh, uh, <laughs> fun note. Uh, I think we're done uh, for for the day. Thank you so much for joining us for Brighter Side Live. Uh, you guys are all pretty cool, man. I yeah. really enjoy talking to everybody. Definitely. Uh, please hit us up. You know, uh, we love doing this. I love how the construction stops the moment we're done. And uh, of course, I knew it was going to. I knew it was going to fuck it. It was literally straight construction from the moment we walked in, and now it has finally died down. I knew that was going to happen because that's the kind of day. That's where I'm. It's weird. That's the kind of day I'm having. So. Yeah. All right, yeah, you guys stay sure. cool. Um, uh, keep everyone in check, man. Y'all be nice. Be yeah. good to each other. It's the brighter side, baby. Cynics look at optimism. Hell yeah. Ed Larson, Holden McNeely. Yeah. Come check us out every week on Cave Comedy Radio, the last podcast network. We love it so much. You guys are the best. Fucking rock and roll will never die. Uh, listen to some fish for me. Uh, I like cars, trucks, and buses. Check that song out. And Ed's going to be here. Uh Ed's gonna be here for you know the uh, the next few months. I'm so. here to October, baby. And even when he's away, we'll still be able to do this remotely. But this is, uh, I think, a lot better. So we'll definitely be doing more of these. I'm not sure how often. Just kind of like when we feel like it. Um, Slick Willy, baby. Slick Willy. Uh, all right, guys. Such a night. <laughs> Such a night. Uh, I am going to play this song and put on this card. And well, actually, I don't know if I'm going to play the song, but I'm just going to put have the to. card just on. Fucking in. No one cares. Have a go, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.